on this week's episode. A dozen new hotels open in Orlando. And it's during a pandemic. Swaggers came through big, raising over $1,000 in just one day. Dinosaurs everywhere in 2021. And talk about switching gears, we have Joe Mahoney in the house. Hello, I'm Joe Mahoney, and you're listening to Swag and Repeat. You are now listening to Swag and Repeat. Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry. Hey guys, it's Swag and Repeat. We're coming to you tape from Studio B. Studio B. What is that, Studio B? Studio B Expo Digital, our new soundstage. This is really nice in here. Thank you. This is fancy. You can probably hear us like echoing and the acoustics are so much better. If you think that I'm currently with you in your car, I might be. Who knows? I just might be. Yeah, but we're like in like a boardroom, the glass like all around us. Mm -hmm. Like a fishbowl. Fishbowl, yeah. Oh, people are. People can look at us. They they are. <laughs> they we have fans. They're all staring up. They're peering on. Something I would say, if you want to see this, because if you if you could actually see the behind the scenes, like the pre and watch us live and see our facial expressions and not just hear our voices, just like post on the group and bug Dave about it and we'll figure out how to get a camera. Yeah, we have room for audience. I was going to say, <laughs> why are there people here waiting for your autographs? Yeah, yeah, you know. Well, it's a new place. So we're at Expo Digital. They're sitting outside of Delphrisco's waiting for us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, what is Expo Digital? Because we're here now. We should kind of know what they do. Uh, yeah, no, it's this is my new gig, guys. Welcome. Uh, Expo Digital is known for digital signage as well as uh, network redundancy for events, hotels, you name it. We can we can do it all. So I am in the learning process of meeting all the team and all the processes and um, learning a lot. I have an intro to engineering later. Yeah, and Joe, in your new in your new position, you're trying to meet meeting planners as well as production um, people. Production companies, yeah. I think that with where we are right now, we we've had to make a lot of adjustments, and the live events are not in the forefront of everyone's minds. But no, do not fear, we can help with that as well. Uh, you know, a lot of people have gone to production companies and decided to do uh, live streams and things like that. Well, we can come in and assist with that with uh, redundancy for networks and making sure that every time the first take is the only take you need. Basically, uh, when the talent is talking, you want to make sure to get that gold. So uh, having that insurance, it's great. All right. Well, this is episode 82. 82. Whoa. Oh. That's the year I was born. That's what I was going to say. The best part about oh. this episode is it's Dave's birth year. That's so cute. So if you can do math, I'm going to be 39 in like wow. a couple weeks. And if you can't do math, he just did it for you. Yeah. So you're welcome. I was already in college. <laughs> I was a junior in college in 82. That's uh, that's our guest, Joe Mahoney. If <laughs> <laughs> you haven't figured it if out If you yet. didn't think it was Selena, it was Joe Mahoney. Welcome like, to the show. random guy? Yes. <laughs> um, all right. So fun facts about 1982. Let's do... We like pricing, so let's do this one. As we like pricing? We like okay. pricing. And this one's like in a couple of weeks we're going to have the Super Bowl, right? So that's still happening, right? That's still a thing. Definitely happening. Okay. It is, yeah. Okay, just making yeah. sure. Um, so currently, like the last time that they did, like when I Googled it, the Super Bowl ads, they were just over $5 million to do an ad. How much do you think that it cost in 1982? Selena. Cute. <laughs> um. We're not saving it for sports ball. You got it. Like two hundred thousand sounds like a lot of money, but that's what I'm going with. That's your commitment, okay? Yeah. I'm going seven hundred and fifty thousand. Holy, what do you think, Joe? Seventy-five thousand. Yeah, you're all very close. Uh, cost of a Super Bowl ad in 1982, three hundred and twenty-four thousand dollars. Wow, what a discount, right? So I got two. 
Two ads for mine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if that's your budget, absolutely. Um, some other fun facts about 1982. EA, Electronic Arts, was founded. <laughs> I am having trouble well, saying that's an today. Orlando company, so that's good. Yeah, no, we definitely want to support support local, you know. Okay, well, if this is your first time listening, to give you an idea of what to expect, we recap the networking events that cover Orlando's meeting and events industry. We bring on the fairy job mother to highlight available jobs. We chat about the breaking news, and we have a lot this week. We talk about topics and gossip within the meeting industry, and probably the best part, uh, we bring on guests like Joe Mahoney here. Awesome. Happy to be here. Hey, Good Joe. Thanks morning. for the invite. How are you doing? I am doing amazing in yourselves. Oh, fantastic. Couldn't be better. Yes. Doing great for a Tuesday morning. That's right. He's in the car with him. Uh, he's ready. Yeah. It is Tuesday. He's good. And yeah, we're still on Friday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, plus, we highlight the events going on this week and the rest of the month, and we have a bunch. We like really finally gather them all up, and we... We, we have a lot of things going on, so have your Sharpie ready for the calendar. Yeah, we might have to go quick with this show. All right. If you don't know, you can find our old shows, leave five-star reviews, and share our podcast by subscribing to us on... SoundCloud. Google Play. Apple Podcasts. Spotify. iHeartRadio. Stitcher. Pandora. And Amazon until they start charging us. Yes, we're still in for now. You can keep up with us and interact with our hosts and listeners on our Facebook page. Hashtag swag and repeat. Or follow us on Instagram by searching for... Swag and repeat. What are we up to now? we got to be in this. Same, same, same. Same, Yeah, okay. nothing crazy is happening. I really need... I, I was distracted this week obviously so i need to do some more engagement and get some some more followers there but tons of traffic on facebook this week and we'll get into that a little bit later yeah we really blew it up probably annoyed people (laughs) (laughs) i am one of your three hosts dave buckley of buckle hospitality joining me in front of me this week because we did switch it up i'm still to your right ish i got in trouble whenever they got here this morning because i was in selena's seat It's a yes. new studio, and I already have a seat. Yeah, because normally I sit in the end, but there's a TV in my spot. But I didn't get upset about it. I she just... is technically still to your right, should you move your shoulders like slightly. If we were playing Duck, Duck, Goose, it would be to my right. Why Duck, Duck, Goose? Is that like your go-to game? Because we're kind of in a circle. Okay. Do you not play any other games in a circle? <laughs> well, I play Duck, Duck, Goose. Totally like, square, like poker or <laughs> any poker. adult games? <laughs> <laughs> Duck, 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 Goose. Goose. <laughs> Duck, Duck, Goose works. <laughs> Show title. All right. Hi, everyone. So my name is Selena Molinax. If you're a first-time listener, welcome. I work with Court Event Furnishings, and I'm one of the co-hosts. You're welcome. Wow, that was pretty good. I know. We she just needed you to say your name. but you <laughs> I just needed in. you to, let's, let's go. We have so right. much to talk about. It's exciting. Diagonally from me, Joe Truitt. I feel like it's, you can illustrate exactly in your head where, where we're all sitting. Yes, Joe Truitt with Expo Digital. Uh, I know. I know. More to come from that. Absolutely. All right. And then to my left, really to my left. 100%. What is that? Clockwise? Nope. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's Joe Mahoney of... Selena's on different clock times. <laughs> Joe Mahoney of, okay, HRTS and more. Joe will tell us. It says in our notes. So, what, Joe, 30 seconds are left. What do you do? Well, I still have uh, HRTS, which is training company for the hospitality industry. We do food handler and alcohol awareness online, as well as food manager in person. And I'm sure we'll get into a little bit more later on my transition into the mortgage industry and how that is going with Florida funding. Okay, yeah. Interested to hear about that. Uh, to get the show started and the conversation going, we always start with a question of the week. Okay. Our question of the week this week, Joe, is? Well, it was very cold over the weekend, and I hope that everyone stayed warm. We want to know, where's the coldest place that you have ever been? Selena. Why do you put me first? Because you sit to my left. Okay, so like I've seen snow twice, does that mean that's the coldest I've been? Well, that depends. Only you can answer that question. How do you know? You could be so just wore- as cold in a walk-in freezer as you were in New York, if that's if that happens to be one of the places. I'm, oh, I know. 
that place. Okay, there's two places in Orlando <laughs> that you have to put on like a parka. Ice bar. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then it's so cold and then the dice and people don't like being in there, but I like it in there. And yeah, those places. So the coldest place you've ever been is Orlando, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Ah, cool. It doesn't snow in Greece. Nice answer. It does snow in the mountains. Oh. There are three major mountains. They definitely get snow. A, B, I usually C. just go in the summer. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Joe, okay. where's the coldest place that you've ever been? Well, I grew up in Connecticut. Okay, that's cold. We did have one day. We walked to school and wind chill was... Minus 54. Stop. Oh, my which gosh. Which was interesting. But overall, You the guys, if it's plus 54 here, I'm cold. <laughs> but minus 54? <laughs> it's a 100-degree swing there. <laughs> Holy. <laughs> Wait. So is that colder than mine? Do you win? Yes. Did you have to wear a parka? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The snorkel parka that <laughs> zipped all the way up and had just a little opening for your He eyes. also had to walk to school uphill with no shoes. So <laughs> I remember so that. You can only imagine how cold that was. And we did do a NACE leadership conference in January in Anchorage. So when myself oh, wow. and Billy Singleton and Brandy Gar got off the plane, it was quite interesting. Oh my gosh. Pretty cold. They're just so cold at the Who picked yeah. that location? Like, was that a punishment? Yeah. You know, it's all about the dollars, you right? Know where we you want to be a leader? Anchorage Alaska. Good deals in Anchorage in January. Is the sun even out in January? No. Uh, three hours. Oh, good. You got a lot done. Well, Anchorage is the southern part of Alaska, I guess. So you still so. get a little bit of light. Dave, where's the coldest place you've ever been? All right, I've got two. Okay. All right. One was the Pittsburgh Steelers, Miami Dolphins playoff game okay. in Pittsburgh. That makes sense. It had to be three degrees. Ugh. And we we're outside for four plus hours you lose your you can't feel your toes at that point yeah we went to the bathroom like a lot of times just because it was to actually stay warm, warm. Yeah. yeah my son was there with me and yeah we were like the what do they call the snorkel parkas and he also thing. asked if he was being punished yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i also went to obama's inauguration in 2009 and that was beyond cold and you're outside all day and you know everyone wanted to be there so you had to get there at like 5 a.m yeah and it doesn't even happen till noon so so like eight plus hours i'm gonna bring this up because you just brought it up and in the inauguration is happening this week. Yes. Are people allowed to go the way you went? I don't think so. Interesting. Like we, I, we were, I was in the parade route, so we were packed. Is there up. going to be a parade this time? There's Probably a lot a of questions parade. we have. Yeah, a virtual parade. Aww. Yeah, they like to do virtual COVID. things. He just goes through like Aww. the cars like they do for graduations. <laughs> like, yeah. here I am. <laughs> and on the stage. Okay, bye. <laughs> I think with everything going on, they're probably keeping a lot of stuff close to the yeah that's so interesting especially you know thinking back there's people who can say yeah i was at this inauguration or this historic moment and these historic moments in 2021 are kind of crazy but if you want to go to a historic moment just listen to our calendar updates later we'll tell you probably avoid the capital this week (laughs) well in capital cities everywhere they're i mean they're saying like capitals in every state probably not the best place to be so that's why we live in orlando you should be in orlando that's right great place to be now Wait, got, no. did Joe answer? I Joe did not, did not answer. No, I oh. asked the question. Um, no, so the coldest place that I have ever been, I used to live in Michigan. Um, that was that was pretty darn cold. I lived in Pittsburgh. That was cold. I'm going to go with Iceland, though, because, I mean. Was there ice? There was. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now, I always thought Iceland and Greenland are reversed. So Iceland is actually green and Greenland's actually ice. It's I mean, still cold, yes, though. but there's still seasons. So it yeah. still does get cold. It's very far up north. So okay, fine. Uh, we went in October, I think it was like, well, end of September for we were, it was after Germany and Oktoberfest. So um, it wasn't as cold as it gets, but it was definitely very, very cold. And we did went- you have a scuba parka? What'd you guys call it? A snorkel? <laughs> snorkel park. <laughs> but you're not snorkeling. Yeah. Think of what a snorkel looks like. That's why it's called that. 
You need to breathe still, even though you have. Oh wait, covered. so did it have a snorkel? <laughs> so you could breathe. Please call this the snorkel outfit. I need to Google this. Somebody, look, I need to see pictures of you as children with snorkel parkas. Yeah, no, that that would be amazing. If you I have anything, please share it to our social media. A snorkel parka. I snorkel mean, like arm. I had gloves. Gloves and snorkel parkas have to be so totally have all different. this. Um, I remember TSC in 2013, so January, was in Chicago, and that to me was cold. Just Chicago January. was a windy city. And yeah. we had to go from the one – mostly everything was in a hotel, so you were fine, or in a bus in a venue. But there was one where I had to walk to the hotel next door, so I had to go outside and walk next door. And there was icicles on my face because I oh cry when it's cold. And then they She's froze. So sad. Yeah, that's why she lives in Florida. <laughs> yeah, it was that was crazy. Anyway, all right. Well, snorkel now, parkas. Now that we got all the formalities out of the way, let's talk about it. And we had a couple of events last week. We're starting to get back in the swing of it. Uh, the only one that I think we actually went to was the wedding venue map magazine release party. And you looked like you had a great time. Tell us about it. Yeah, he, so. he was teasing me and sending photos of like mimosas. Yeah, he's like, did you guys I'm know there was a mimosa bar here? I'm like, like of course there is. Happy Monday. Yeah, was it Monday? No, it was probably Tuesday. <laughs> My week was crazy. So. Dave, tell us about it. So it was the release of the new magazine, the Wedding Venue Map, which really is a map. Shannon Taron was there and her whole crew. She has like five people working for her. I didn't even know this. You got to make magic happen. I thought she did it all by herself, but she doesn't. She got so, smarter. Yeah, and she had like probably 100, 200 people or so there. Wow. So probably really like 75, but right. it, so, was, it was definitely a lot. But it was at Canvas, Canvas okay. event venue, had a mimosa bar. That place is just going to be so popular this year. That's going to be the venue the of the year. Spot. Yeah. What did it look? Well, I guess we had a hundred for the holiday party. I wanted to know, like, did it look bigger with less? It people? looked a lot bigger because it was a lot more less stuff. Yeah, because I mean, it was a, a free event, so it wasn't a holiday party that had all the holiday decor and stuff. How like many people do you think pre-COVID would you pack into that place? Easily five hundred. Yeah. Yeah, I okay. think. Like real five hundred or day five hundred. Dave oh, 700. True. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, uh, just add, <laughs> as a They have an upstairs. They have two outside areas. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't even know about the other outside area. And they had cupcakes too. Oh, well, sold. I stole four cupcakes. I think they were for you. You were allowed to have I think them. You were supposed to take one. <laughs> Are you the guy at weddings that takes more than one favor? Probably. Okay, I'll yeah. order some extra favors. <laughs> Yeah, I took four because I have three kids. So Oh, right. He always does it for the kids so that mm-hmm. you can't be mad at him. He's like, well, they're for my kids. kids. Yeah. I mean, there were so many cupcakes. There was like 500 cupcakes. So, well, how, so there was? It's like 300 Okay. Cupcakes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was great. It was a good, fun party. The mimosa par was the uh, the hit. I bet. And I barely got to talk to Shannon, but I did say hi. What time of day was it? Lunch? It was like three o'clock. Oh. It's a good time because, yeah, you can yeah. just come off of work and you go there and have a mimosa. What do you mean come off of work? Like, what do you mean? I've had this conversation lately with some of my friends and they're like, oh, I got to stay late today. Can we meet up after 4.30? And I'm like, what time do you normally stop working? Because I, I mean. I've been doing it wrong this whole time. Well, and and I'm talking to my bosses and they're like, yeah, we leave between five and six, you know? And I was like. What am I doing? Yeah, I've been doing it wrong the whole time. Like, I don't understand. Like, when you say coming off of work and heading to an event at 3 o'clock, is that, like, what owners do? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of late for me. But. <laughs> he says it like he, does, he works more than two hours a day. <laughs> trying. Certainly trying. Trying to get back to that. Well, that's great. It sounds like it was a wonderful experience for everyone. And what was what was your takeaway from that? I took away the map. That's right. It's in my office. Yeah, it's really nice. Is it? Four cupcakes. Yeah. Those uh, cupcakes are gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the kids really did eat three of them, and I had one. So, 
Well, speaking of takeaways, you got your takeaway from Wizard Connection from last month. You, yes. You were able to meet I don't up know what us. this is. What is this? Snowflake? Tournament. Yeah. Snowflake. Mm-hmm. It has 2020, so I can always remember the great year that 2020 was. That's right. I'll put this up in my office. So thank you, Kelly and Amanda. Mm-hmm. I would assume, right? Yeah. Yep. You guys got to have coffee with them. We did, yes. Yeah. They came by and we were able to meet up with them briefly before the holidays and they gifted us each a little ornament for our, our tree. But Dave is going to put it up in his office and enjoy it all year round. Yes. So how was the skull event? I, thank you for asking, did not go to the skull event. Um, <laughs> it was on my calendar. It was planned. It was going to be great. And then like a week out, they moved it instead of the dinner that we traditionally always have to a lunch event. And that does not work with my calendar, especially on a Tuesday, especially on the second Tuesday. Why is that? So on the second Tuesday of every month, I have five back-to-back meetings nonstop. Plus, I try to multitask and also attend MPI North Florida virtually during those meetings. But I host two or three of those meetings. So I can't really, but I try. Okay. So I usually have like at least two to three things happening at the same time all day. And I couldn't do a lunch that I, that no. So I did not get to go to the lunch. I'm really sad about it because there were some great announcements and things that we'll talk about later on. So hopefully it does not happen at lunchtime or um, I probably shouldn't renew. <laughs> or you'll start scheduling it at lunchtime yeah. if that's the case. Yeah. We'll see. Was there any other events that you were supposed to go to that you didn't go to? <laughs> wow. I'm being called out here. Especially if you um, registered for them. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. So I had registered to go to the I Said Yes lunch at Bella Kalina because I was very excited about the speaker. I love education. If your event says education event, I will sign up. Um, obviously, I might not attend, but I will sign up. I did not attend because I found out like a day before that I had to write like 10 essays that day and that stressed <laughs> me out. And so I wrote 10 essays that So day. just to recap, Dave plays Duck, Duck, Goose. Selena's still <laughs> writing essays. I'm just trying to get out the door by six. It, <laughs> it was a, It's a good thing, and I'll talk about it unless we're not allowed to, so this might be removed. But um, the MPI Orlando chapter was nominated yet for another MPI RISE Award, which is an international award. And this one was on innovative education. And for some reason, I got listed as the chair of this event, which meant I had to write the award nomination um, thing. So that was fun. Yay. Thanks. <laughs> All right, we'll find out if we Might can talk about that. that. I don't know. Okay. Well, <laughs> going back to the I Said Yes lunch, I talked to Georgia, and she gave me a recap, so I just want to read it. Oh, yeah. Awesome. This is from Georgia. It was really wonderful. The sponsors brought their luxury A-game to this event, and Cindy with the Gingerpreneur. Am I mm-hmm. saying right? Gingerpreneur? Yeah. yeah. We're going to have her on the show pretty soon. I can't so wait. I'm excited I love her. Uh, focused our minds on achieving our goals this year. I am inspired and ready to make this the year of yes. I love Ooh. that. Yeah, yes. Uh, enjoyed speaking with the vendors and encouraging each other and hearing their stories. Let's do this 2021. I love so. her energy. Like, have you ever seen her not being a boss? And like, she's She gets fantastic. things done. She already has her March event planned out. Get, I'm telling you, get your Sharpie ready for the calendar because we have a lot to share later on. Yes, we do. Okay. We need to go on to the nine to five. We have the fairy job mother here. That's you, Selena. <laughs> So good news, there are jobs out there. I wanted to highlight some, but there's obviously a whole lot more. Uh, The first one is uh, the Wyndham Hotels and Resorts. They're looking for a guest services agent. More specifically, the Wyndham Grand Orlando Resort at Bonnet Creek is looking for a guest services agent. Uh, The Doubletree by Hilton Orlando Downtown is hiring a front desk agent. So obviously hotels are coming back. Uh, King's Dining and Entertainment is looking for a sales and marketing manager. CNTV is looking for a sales representative. 
The state of Florida is looking for a hotels and restaurants management review specialist. I thought that was fun because it sounds like you just get to go to restaurants and review them I for the state. 100% available for that. Who is this? That's what that looks like. State of Florida. Perfect. Yeah. Let, let's do it. Um, and, and you get a salary on top of all the free food. Um, Town Park is hir- hiring a valet parking attendant for the Double Tree by Hilton Orlando downtown. Wyndham is back. They're also looking for a senior guest experience maker. University of Central Florida is hiring for a manager of housekeeping. NBC Universal Media is hiring a director of digital content specifically for golf partnerships with NBC Sports. All the sports words I don't know, but I figured someone out there would. Uh, <laughs> Westgate Resorts is looking for a water park director. So, I mean, I know it's been cold, but water parks it's are going to get warm soon. Opening. So. Uh, Prolifix is looking for a marketing event coordinator. Buca de Beppo is hiring for a few positions. One of them is a sales specialist. And last but certainly not least, Court is hiring for a dispatcher. If you're, if you're interested in that one, um, managing about 20 delivery managers and 20 fleet trucks and all their logistics throughout the state of Florida, reach out to me so I can connect you so you could be the newest dispatcher. You can work with Selena. Yay. That oh. was a lot of jobs. That is a lot of jobs. There are jobs. There's tons of jobs. All right. Well, we need to move into the promo section. So let's start with Over the Edge. I couldn't be more impressed with our listeners and David Buckley for organizing this last week. We put out a call to action to our listeners on Facebook as we needed to get Teresa over the edge, right? So that she could go over the edge. So that she could. You have to raise $1,000 for Give Kids the World Village. And we were at, I would say, just over 300 walking into the week. Dave took on that challenge and really put it out there for everyone. And you guys came full force. Yeah. I thought we would need at least two weeks to get to this 1,000. I mean, I feel like when Joe did it, it took, we came right down to the wire. I know. But wow, I guess maybe it's Teresa. People just yeah, it's definitely to raise it would, money for <laughs> comparatively. Teresa. I agree, absolutely. <laughs> I would have done the same thing. But um, yeah, no, we we got exactly where we needed to go. And you want to shout out a couple of these? We people need to that, give a shout out to everyone. Absolutely, wow, uh, seven hundred dollars in one day. It was incredible. Good guy, maybe and I'm then, in the and, wrong position. And this is <laughs> maybe, <laughs> but this is exactly what we're talking about when we say we all need to work together to get to a common goal. So um, thank you to everybody that was able to donate. Do you want to read off a couple of these? Yeah, so it started out with uh, Natalie Chung, who's, who's I guess sponsored a show or sponsored an ad and brought yeah. us a whole bunch of goodies. Yeah. So she started off. Then our good friend John Gill, Trisha Henson, Tom Zimmerman, Joe Mahoney. He's here. He's actually here with us. Yeah. Yeah. He did it. Uh, Laura Lee Shapiro, Jessica Lapp, Megan Haddock, and Melina. Oh, uh, we had Tierney. Oh, we know her. Emily Schrock. She'll be there, I think. Uh, yeah. She they, always goes. Yeah, to the they came last time. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Scott Miff said. He's coming into town. I can't wait to talk about that later, too. Yes. Anthony I don't think Pickering, we know this person. But he still gets a shout yeah, out? He does get a shout out. Amanda Schneider. Uh, Debbie Presley. Candace Battle. Kelly Burst, who gave me this owner, ornament. Uh, Amanda Feliciano. Champanda. And Pam Allison, who used to be a former business partner of mine. Love it. Came out of the- uh, You guys are awesome. It's like surprise. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, surprise <laughs> and like- Closed it out. She said, "How much do you need?" And she made it happen. She like, opens up the checkbook. Bam. Yeah, we were over. I don't a even know where my, I don't even have it's a like checkbook 4:30 anymore. It's like 4:30 in the afternoon, so we did it before five. That was incredible. That's impressive. So it is confirmed. Teresa will be going over the edge on February the 12th of the Higher Regency, and we look forward to confirming the time with you all and getting that set We're up. Trying to get her to do it in the morning so we can have a big event about around yeah. this, like we did for Joe. Yeah, and Omar, hopefully if you're we'll be able to because again we're in a pandemic this time. So hopefully we'll be allowed to show up. It's a socially distanced event. Yeah, it's outside. Yeah. 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 Cool. So it should be good. Okay. 
New jobs. New jobs. So I want to give a huge congratulations to a fellow CMP, uh, Tara Drew. She recently got a new job back in this industry as the private aviation travel advisor for PRVT. Which that seems luxe. I am excited to hear more about that with her. Definitely drinks mimosas like every day. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. You know what time it is? My favorite. Joe's favorite part. This is so good. This Joe too. Joe, do you love sports ball with Selena? I do. Oh, good. <laughs> it amazes me. <laughs> okay, Selena, we're Joe's ready a big to sports talk. Fan, so he's ready for this. I hope you did your research. Nope. Okay. All right. What do you got, Selena? Okay, so UCF basketball is in the gutter. They've been losing bad. Where do, where's the gutter located on the basketball court? No. <laughs> there is not one. I, I play basketball. There's no gutter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's trick questions. I don't know what's happening. No, there's they no just gutter. keep losing like bad. I know basketball. To USF, that's the worst part. Is it because they don't have taco fall? That could be one reason. He's been gone for a couple years now. It's because they have a lot of new players, and with COVID, they didn't get to do play a lot as a of team, right? And, that's yeah. sad. How? Mm, okay. And their point guard was out yesterday, so. You need a good point guard. Uh-huh. Yeah. You play basketball. What does a point guard do? <laughs> nope. <laughs> guard points. She says, I but... know about basketball, you guys. Yeah. All right, let's go to a different sport. How about sport. the magic? All right, well, um, we don't know how the magic are doing, but they're playing. That's correct. <laughs> so no. We don't know how they're doing because we can't go to the games? We can we go can, to the games. We can go to the games. Okay. Unlike the NHL. Yeah, I know we can't go to NHL. That's sad. Um, so hopefully the Magic are doing great because, you know, Orlando needs to do good. Okay. okay. How about the Solar Bears? They're selling out. Can you go? So you can go to a Solar Bears game? Yeah, but it's limited capacity because you try to go and they're sold out. And you know they play the same arena as the Magic, right? Yes. I know that part. Um, so you can go to either game. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought right. it was like an NHL rule and an NBA rule. Yeah, well, yeah, so the Solar Bears are in NHL, so that's why you can go to their games. They are or are not? Are not. Correct. They're, so they're affiliates with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Cool. Okay. All right, what about that the NHL? Sense. Did it start? Yeah, so the NHL started, I think, like last Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Blues played Thursday night. But for some reason, so I know I'm not from, I know I'm supposed to be from here, but we're talking about the Blues. So even though they're in Central Time Zone, they somehow got listed to the Pacific West time zone in the Western region. So their game didn't start till like 10 o'clock at night. That's yeah. past my bedtime. It was a triple header on Wednesday. They had the Flyers game, Lightning game, and then the West Coast as well. The Flyers. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia. Cool. Yeah, but fun fact about the Lightning, you know, the Stanley Cup champions, they were able to present their, their new banner in the arena, but they're putting it back away until they can have fans to enjoy it. So as they play there, they're going to wait to present that back when they have fans. That's going to be exciting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I got a little teary-eyed when I was watching it, to be honest. And you could see, like, the guys, just how much pride that they had. Um, I feel like they got kind of the short end of the hockey stick because they they only got, like, a couple of weeks, really. They said that the Stanley Cup came back to Tampa end of September. And here we are in January, and they're like, okay, that was it for your celebration. Time to to go again. Still drinking out there. Yeah, definitely. All right, time to move in the biz. 
All right, we're going to start out with a unfortunately sad story. Um, so we do want to take a moment to say rest in peace to Rebecca Rosado of Runway Events and that we're thinking of her and her team at Runway and obviously her family and Frankie and everybody. So with that being said, we will share a link to their GoFundMe account to help support the family um, throughout this whole time. My favorite part of last week was seeing all the pictures that were shared on social media of everybody with Rebecca and Rebecca smiling. And that's all I'm going to say. That was a great tribute. Thanks. Yes. Moving on to PSAV is now Encore. Yeah, the evolution continues. PSAV is, is now Encore. That's the, that's the, that's <laughs> that's the story. Yeah. Okay. There's not much else to it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a collaboration of, of several companies there, but you will now see Encore everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Encore Global. So they did this well. I mean, obviously, we all knew about the purchase about a year ago. They were supposed to change their name technically last fall. But you know what? Let's just wait till 2021 to make changes. Um, they announced their rebranding in a very fun way on social media. Um, They had teasers maybe leading up to this event for like a week. And then the day of all of the websites for all 10 companies had a video talking about the merger and the change and how it's all happening. So there's no such thing as PSAV anymore, which, you know, it's good. It's bad. It's still, they're still, you know, they have their contracts, they have their relationships, but now we're calling it Encore because why not? All right. Cho, I bet you wish there was no such thing as Walmart anymore. You know what? I I haven't had any experience this week with Walmart, so I'm having a good week. Okay. That's enough to say about that. Yeah. What about the Disney Cruise Line? Man, it's not the happiest place on earth when you're on the seas because they're canceled until through March. Through March. Not until March. Through March. Now that I think about it, I went on a Disney Cruise in January of last year. Did you? So it's probably going to come up on my memories pretty soon. (laughs) You can share pictures and like pretend you're there. I think that's what we're all doing now. And instead of traveling, we're pretending. We're walking around on the on the Lido deck, just hanging out <laughs> <laughs> with our, our rum runners. Well, Disney made some other news with the Magical Express, and they're canceling that. I don't even know what that is. So the Magical Express is the bus. If you are coming into Disney and going to stay out at one of their hotels, you can get on their bus for free. It's included in what mm-hmm. you pay, the, the rate you pay, and they'll take you out to Disney. But the thing was, the thing that they liked about it was it kind of stuck you there at Disney or made you stuck there at Disney mm-hmm. so you don't have a car, you can't rent a car. Yeah. Or you could rent a car, but you wouldn't because you're getting this free ride out right. there. So they're ending it at the end of this year. Is that That's, all of the bus lines? Like, so if you were at Magic Kingdom and you wanted to go to An- to Animal Kingdom, no, 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 no. they're those still keeping those. Oh, uh, okay. Got it. Got shuttles it. are staying. It's just one from the airport. Oh, from to the, the airport. Hotels. Okay. I understand. I, think yeah. it also uh, I didn't catch that part. Yeah, and the cruise think- line, too. Yeah. And I think, huh. correct me if I'm wrong, and probably Selena knows this, we're going to have that train eventually go right from the airport. The Virgin train? To Disney. Yeah. So but, that could yeah, be why. Virgin, but not Virgin. I think he backed out, but it's still called Brightline. 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 Yeah. And that one goes down to like Miami. Oh, so maybe that's why they're doing it. They saw that Brightline's coming, and then they were like, well, we don't need a buses well, that's too. That's still a couple of years away. It's supposed to go from hmm. the airport to Disney. And then continue on to Tampa. Yeah. I would take that to Tampa. Yeah. For sure. Speaking of things I would take, I also saw there's a nonstop flight to the Keys from Orlando or something, which I would love that because I don't want to drive to the Keys. Thank you. Ever again. That I hate driving to the Keys. So far. I did it last January. Yeah. Never again. So they'll have rental cars at the airport and you can just grab a car from there? Would you Uber once you got down there? Can you play me a trip is all I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Did you even drive it? It's a the entire island, Key West. I ran around the I entire mean, three island. Miles. Key West, you can walk, but like if you wanted to go to like Key Largo and um, all of that, I too. Just 
staying Key West. Yeah. Well, I need you to play well, my bachelor. The plane party. is probably only going to go to Key West. It's not going to go to yeah. Key Largo. So you probably would fly to Miami. And get yeah. A car. Yeah. So stuff's happening here. We'll talk more about that later. But transportation is changing. Right. Um, Magical Express, maybe they lost my business because I never went on it. You didn't know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe. That's why they closed you know, because you yeah. never went on it. Yeah. It's like we never got that Selena that. business. Yeah. But you know who isn't closed and who is back again? Selena, tell us all. Gideon's. Oh, girl. You guys, I know you were scared when we said Gideon's like shut down or something, but seriously. Like a publicity stunt or something. You know what? They're back and <laughs> it's great. Check it out. Great cookies. Great cookies. Heard that. Okay. Yeah. Another. Um, what about hot dogs? Another announcement Ooh. that has been released March 2nd. Is that correct? Opening 10 30 a.m. March 2nd. There's no place I'd rather be at 10 30 a.m. than Portillo's. Is that how you say it? Portillo's. Yeah. Yes. It's out of Chicago. Do I have to do an accent? Is it Port? I don't even know how to do a Chicago accent. <laughs> now that I think about it, like she tried. She's like, wait, <laughs> the bears. Um, yeah. So I actually got to see this property. I was at Target because I wasn't at Walmart. There's a Target <laughs> that's right there off of Palm Parkway that just opened a few months ago, and I pulled out of the parking lot. First thing I saw straight ahead was the land that they will be having this on. I don't know how they're going to open by March, but they got a lot of work to do, and it's going to be amazing. So maybe that'll be our meetup. Well, things are <laughs> opening quickly. I mean, Joe Mahoney told us this morning that 12 new hotels have opened up in Orlando since the pandemic. Um, I know of two of them that opened up this past week. One of them is the Town Place Suites in downtown Orlando, and then also the AC Marriott in downtown Orlando. So yeah, we're-, we're What other hotels have opened, Joe? Well, you have Celeste out at Ooh, UCF yeah. opened recently. You've got the uh, True- over on West mm-hmm. Point by the convention center that opened. Uh, Yedlin Hospitality opened two of their four properties down at Flamingo Crossings. Susie Brady, 81 Global, they've opened her two. And plus, I think they opened two other ones uh, a few months earlier. So, you know, people think everything's shut down, but we're moving <laughs> forward. I'm just going to say the JW, the second JW, that opened like right at the be- beginning of the mm-hmm. pandemic. So that one could maybe count too. That one counts. It's not the like point is, Orlando enjoy. is open. Yeah. And we're ready. We have places for you to stay. We are welcoming all the tourists. And maybe not hi- the business meetings yet, but the tourists can come and stay here and go to Disney. They're hiring for all of them. Well, speaking of, yeah, Evermore just announced that they're opening an 1,100-acre resort complex that borders Disney World. This is the old, what is it? The, the old Cypress, Gar- or Cypress. Grand Cypress. Grand Cypress. The villas at Grand Cypress. Yeah. It's the old 10,000 rooms. That's like... 10% of the amount of rooms we have now. It's a lot of uh, rooms. A little less. A little less, okay. 150,000 square feet of indoor and outdoor event space. Yeah, in addition to the number of rooms, the resort's going to have a massive 20-acre tropical beach complex, which I couldn't be more excited about. Okay, so we're getting a beach in Orlando. Beach, beach, let's go get away. <laughs> Anyone? Okay. So that's exciting because right now we have to drive out to like Daytona, and now we don't have to. We'll have our own beach, right? Kind of. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. We're going to do a site visit there ASAP as soon as this thing is opened. Well, you know what's normally in March? It Ooh, was Party at the Point. Funeral party at the Point 2020. Yes, it it's, was. That was sad. There are rumors about it. However, we were speaking on it at the board retreat for MPI, and Natalia, who was with us Orlando, said, what did you guys hear? Because <laughs> I'm supposed to be planning it. <laughs> so apparently we're hearing more things than the person who's planning it is. And I, I think it's just going to be pushed to summer is, is what we're looking at right now. And they're not ready to do um, that type of commitment. However, I've heard different with new leadership. We're going to start seeing in person a lot sooner. 
Yeah, but I've actually heard for the party at the point, it's looking at Q4. Oh, they pushed it that far. Yeah, so that's like what, October, November? Well, and I'm December. fine with that because I don't want to be outside in July or August. I mean, that's a good it's really hot and it's going to rain. So for weather-wise, November or October would be great. Wait, no, we can't do October. We're gone that month. The whole month. 10-16. Yeah, we're gone that month. Uh, are you talking about for my wedding? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we're gone the whole month. Don't forget. <laughs> well, to be honest, like I'm hoping that we don't have an open week in October. You know, that by that time, Q4, that's a perfect time to come to Orlando. Hopefully, we're having all these rebooks, you know, making our, our it, making it really hard to have an open day. I would love that. That would be great. Okay, so we talked about this new dinosaur exhibit going on at Lou Gardens last week. Selena loves dinosaurs. Not to be outdone, the convention center is also doing their own dinosaur exhibit. And Selena has all the details on that. So all I know is that there's life-size dinosaurs. It's incredible. 70 realistic animatronic dinosaurs ready to terrify and hold still for car selfies. It's a drive through the dinosaur world. Wait, they take selfies with me like they smile? I'm pretty sure they don't change. Maybe. Well, it just said they hold still. So they're going to like pause and smile. That's cute. I don't know that they're going to – I mean, they have a lot of teeth showing, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, what are the dates? Can I go? Let's let's do this. Yes, absolutely. So this um, event is going to be the drive through opens on Friday, January 29th and running through Sunday, February 7th. So not a large window, about Ooh. 10 days there. Uh, tickets can be purchased online, and they're going to run about $49 per vehicle. So be very strategic whenever you go to this and make sure that you pack it in. And various photo add-ons are available as well. So it's a great family-friendly event uh, at the convention center. Are we going to get invited to this or not? Who do we know in there? Not enough people. If you like dinosaurs like we we do. We would love to do this. This is awesome. So it's Jurassic Quest is the name of the drive-thru um, and it's promising realistic scenes of dinosaur mayhem at the Orange County Convention Center. This All is right. so exciting. It's going to be some great pictures for like marketing Visit Orlando for the next year. There's a 50-foot Megalodon. <laughs> so yes, obviously go to the Convention Center during those two, 10 days but don't forget that Lou Gardens is doing their dinosaur event as well. Dinosaurs are huge. For like Literally, months. they're huge. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know. They could have been tiny. Everyone could be wrong. I don't know. Well, to be honest, this photo of this Chrysler next to or Buick next to the dinosaur, maybe this is a baby dinosaur. Yeah. It doesn't look very large. Little foot. Yay for dinosaurs. Okay. Well, moving on to Visit Orlando. They announced their 2021 board of directors. New board chair Brian Combs is the area vice president of the Hyatt Regency Orlando. Oh, that's where we're going to repel off of. Absolutely. Maybe He's... we can get him at the event. Maybe. Yeah. Come on down. And a couple of new board directors, uh, Barb Bowden, Dan Giordani, Yogita Inamander, Bob Miles, Kyle Miller, Barbara Poma, that's with the Pulse Foundation, and then Terry uh, Prather. So congratulations to all of those new board members for the uh, visit at Orlando. They have like 45 members on their board. Whenever we used to do the luncheon, I, I was like, oh, and you start clapping. You know, they're like, oh, and hold your applause to the end. And you're like, well, now I know why you say that. There's 17 I slides. I don't with- think you ever get off the board. You just stay on and they just add more. Is that? No. For real? It might be. No. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Your commitment well, is I forever. know that the chair is a two-year term. Yes. But just being a board member, do you think it's... I can't I can't imagine that they could just stay on there. Well, a we lot vote of them, them do, especially with support industries. Uh, I have a friend who's been on there for quite a few years. I mean, this is seven new board It's a lifetime directors. term. Yeah. you got to really be committed to Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a Supreme Court judge. All right, moving on to IMAX. It's nothing like a Supreme Court judge. <laughs> she just said moving on like it was actually applicable. All right, moving on to IMAX in Frankfurt. 2021 has been canceled, which doesn't really matter to us, but will IMAX in I the say US it does matter canceled? to us because it is our industry. And yes. 
Like, yeah, fine, CES can go virtual, but we don't need IMAX to cancel. Well, we want IMAX Vegas to ha- definitely happen, so. Right. Let's, let's make that happen. Yeah, or just move it to Orlando if you need to. That's a smart idea. Ooh, yeah. Everybody listen. Good if, idea, Joe. Well, if Vegas isn't ready, we certainly are. We're ready to go. We're doing stuff nonstop. So currently we do have it at Mandalay Bay, Las Vegas, November 9th through 11th. So keep it on your calendar. We're thinking it's going to happen. And if it doesn't happen in Vegas, it'll probably be Orlando. I called it here first. (laughs) I literally just (laughs) (laughs) All right, go ahead. I think it's going to happen in Orlando. Okay. So we do have a guest with us today. Yay. Hi, Joe. Good morning. Good morning. I feel like everyone knows Joe, but just in case you don't, Joe Mahoney is... Joe Mahoney is awesome. How is that? that? Yes. That's that's correct. If you fill in the blanks, that's exactly where I was going to go. It's funny. One of the years that I was national president, I brought my wife and kids to the conference Mm because it was in Florida and it was a combination vacation. And my youngest came up to me and said, Dad, everybody knows you. You know everybody. I'm like, no, a lot of people know me. <laughs> um, you know, it's I've been here for a long time, 24 years, so it's easy to make a lot of connections and a lot of good friends when you've been in an industry such as ours for such a long time. Well, we couldn't be more excited to have you here. I think I, when we were going through upcoming guests, I was like, how did we not have him yet? This is so, you know, this is a great experience for us. And, and you said that you were looking forward to it as well. So let's dive right in. Yes. Yeah, so tell us like a little bit about your background uh, work-wise. So you got this new job, but what were you doing before that? Ah, uh, so where do I start? It- 24 years ago. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> that's poor Selena was alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just the Orlando portion. It's funny. I, you know, I tell my story. I was originally marine biology major in college. Uh, going into my senior year when they weren't hiring marine biology people coming out of school, I switched to hospitality. I had been that's in hospitality. Normal transition. Yeah. Working in uh, the cafeteria and was doing catering my entire time there and just kept working. Got the opportunity to come down to Florida as director of catering right after Dr. Hitt took over. They flew me down from New York City, did an interview, hired me a couple years, a couple years, a couple <laughs> a weeks long later. Quite <laughs> uh, <Part> the interview. <laughs> and then it was interesting when I was director of catering there, I used hospitality staff to do my staffing. Uh, when we lost the contract to Ar- Aramark, I got the opportunity to buy into hospitality staff. So that's how I got to go into business on my own. And through that, we started HRTS, which is still one of my current companies. We do training online and in person for the hospitality industry. Uh, through that, we also bought HES, which does uh, conference um, registration and meeting events um, Due to COVID, uh, after owning hospitality staff for 17 years and HES for 10 plus years, we had to close those permanently. And so like everybody else, you got to pivot. And what are you going to do? I have somebody who manages the day-to-day operations for HRTS, and I do the customer service part and things when I get home at night. And I got hired by Florida Funding in the mortgage industry. It's been amazing for me. It's been a long time where I was just coasting along. And now I feel challenged every day. I'm excited to go to work every day. I love the people that I'm working with. It's funny, when I made the transition from marine biology to hospitality, the the advisor at the college said, did you ever go and find out what's your your career that you should have gone to when you took the test in high school? And I said, no. And it was finance or accounting. And I hate math. <laughs> but I'm, I love money. <laughs> I'm great at math and I'm great at numbers, but I hate math. 
mm-hmm. but it's you know my position. I, my title is closing coordinator, so I help to keep things on time and help making sure that our buyers are getting to the table on time and all of the numbers add up before they get there and that there's no surprises the day of. So that's what we're doing and I'm loving every day. So let me ask you this because you had the uh, business, the HES business as well as hospitality staff for so long and then abruptly COVID came and you had and you closed. Do you think there's any chance that when stuff comes back, you might go back into them or start them or even stay as a silent partner in? I don't, back up. I don't know if HES will. I know one of my partners, J.C. Oscom, and his wife started their own staffing company that will do the convention side. I know hospitality staff, my old business partners, they've developed an app. I don't know. A lot of people may be familiar with Instawork, mm-hmm. uh, with hospitality, where it's an app where a client goes on, signs on. They ask for 25 people. They'll show up. My business partners have done something similar. It's called clicktomatch.work, where it's an app here, and it's in all of the areas currently that hospitality staff was in. It's here in Orlando, and I will help market that. I don't have any business interests in that as of now, but they've been partners and great friends, and a lot of us are still partners in the uh, training company, so... I'll help them with that as well. And their latest release says eventually when things come back, they think they will open hospitality staff back up. It always had a great reputation and we always did great with our with our customers. And I know some of the things that we want to get into is networking and building relationships. And, and that's what I always did for hospitality staff was getting people to talk to me, trust me. I never did any sales. It was just doing business with people who knew you, liked you, and trusted you. I just want to give a shout out as the fairy job mother that you should definitely check out those websites to see if you're interested in temporary work. Um, so can you repeat the one you mentioned? Yes, it's click the number two match dot work. So check that out if you're looking f- to pick up any gigs and then also Insta work. Um, I actually coordinated a wedding in March and the staff that was hired that I oversaw was from InstaWork. So even if you're looking to work weddings on the weekends or pick up gigs or work for conventions, those are it's like the Uber or the task rabbit rather of our industry. And since we are such a large hospitality location, definitely check those out. The gig economy as they go. call it. Yeah, which I mean that's what's happening and now. InstaWork got their start with hospitality. When COVID hit, they, they like everybody else, they did a pivot and a lot of their business went to industrial and warehousing and that kept them afloat. And uh, click to work, click to match dot work is going to be doing something the same. You have the same people who have been with hospitality staff. So you can be assured that if you use them, you're going to get the same customer service even though it is an app, there are people in town that'll be overseeing that and making sure they're following all the guidelines that you want as a client. So personally for you, how has the transition been from being kind of an entrepreneur? I know you worked in the business a lot too, uh, to having a career position now. You know, it's interesting. We were kind of having this conversation of attending lunches and leaving early and mm-hmm. attending a three o'clock event as a business owner. That was, uh, that was always great. I love that part. I love being engaged with our industry and meeting people and mentoring people and and building lifetime connections. So it was hard switching mm-hmm. through a Monday through Friday. You know, I'm in seven thirty, usually five thirty I leave. It's 
not too bad. It's still good. But like I said, I was scared. I had been in hospitality, not to give my age away, but for 42 years. And now all of a sudden, I've got to start and do something totally new. And my friend Dan, who is the COO of Robert Slack, which is a real estate side, I approached him. He said he was hiring people. I, The uh, vice president of Florida Funding, Dan told him about me. He said, you should interview this guy. And so, but it was going to be his decision. I interviewed and he said, well... We're not sure where we're going to put you, but we know we want you to be a part of our business just because of your relationships, your years of knowledge and what you can do. And I've been there a little over four months and I'm loving it. I think they love me. Uh, <laughs> at least that's what, what I'm hearing. So I think I'm making a difference with bringing a, helping to bring along the culture on where they want to go. I think it's so impactful that you say that because a ton of our listeners have made that same transition, whether it be into healthcare or uh, finance or whatever it may be. So I think that's you know a great outlook because we have a lot to offer in our in our field of what we do. We have some of the best people in the city, state, and in the, in the nation. So, um, you know, there's definitely opportunity out there if you're if you're interested in in maybe making that change. We have some events coming up that might be uh, good for you to listen in on. But you did talk about relationships. Obviously, that is huge on any position. But where are some of the places that you network? Well, of course, NACE is always uh, dear to my heart. It was the first association that I was a part of. So I will always be dedicated to NACE. I love what I've done with that association, going up to national president, up the ranks. And I I always still stay involved locally. Uh, I love the people. Uh, CFHLA has always been a big part of me as well. Rotary Club of Dr. Phillips is big. Uh, where else do I go? ILEA, I don't do as much as I used to. I love the group with ILEA. MPI, I've done. Uh, Visit Orlando, I've done. It's all about just establishing those, you, you call it networking and, and business. But there's a lot of social aspects and there's a lot of phenomenal relationships that develop out of that. You know, especially with NACE when going to national conferences, I develop lifelong relationships with those people. If I have a question, I could pick up a phone and ask anybody in the country to help. What's going on in your area? What's happening? What are you doing that's different? And vice versa. I used to get people who would call me and would do the same thing. And it's similar now with you know, with our company, with the real estate side, it's you talk, there's, I've seen so many people in hospitality that have switched to real estate. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that it's, it, it's an easy transition. Nothing is easy when you're used to doing something. Sure. But it's still building those relationships. And one of the things that I love about our company, Robert Slack, is, and Selena will like this, it merges real estate with technology. We're a huge technology company as well as real estate. We have over 600 agents in the state of Florida and still not enough. But a lot of people don't grasp the concept. It's not how traditional real estate is done. And I try to talk to people to, to check it out. And, and I think they're afraid. So you have to be afraid during, not be afraid during times like this and willing to take the jump and at least listen and and see what it is. And we do, you talk about things that are going on. We have a, an information webinar on people who are looking to be real estate agents next Thursday, the 21st. So if you are interested, send me uh, an email, joe.mahoney at floridafunding.com, and I'll get you hooked up with the link to participate. It's Thursday at 
1 p.m. Do you have any hot tips or thing we should look for in the real estate or mortgage industry? Rates are starting to rise. A lot of people are refinancing now with their current homes. Uh, rates are on the rise, but there are still low, low inventory all over the country. So two years ago, everybody thought real estate was going to have a correction and the market was going to tank. And the things that we're seeing is it's still going to be strong for probably another two years. I heard uh, President-elect Biden is going to continue the moratorium on people not being evicted or foreclosed upon. So that's a positive. But eventually that's going to happen and there's going to be a glut of houses that are going to be up for sale at a, at a low price. So perhaps you should wait a little while. Is that what I'm reading? It depends on what you want. Because yeah. the if inventory wanna, is so low right now, it which is. means there's not available houses. Yeah. There's not enough available housing. If you want to refinance and save thousands of dollars over the life of your mortgage, now is the time to do it. It can be done fairly quickly as long as you have all your paperwork in in advance and listen to your loan officer. Uh, if you're looking to, to sell, make sure you have a place that you're going to go into before you do. Because one of the things that we're seeing is houses are selling so fast and someone may not have a place to live while they're waiting for their deal to go through trying to find something. So have that place you're going to first before you sell. Great advice. That's solid advice. Well, thank you again for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. We have a couple of events we want to talk about and let's get to that. And when we say a couple, we mean... Yeah, we got to go through this fast. A lot. We're running out of tape. Yeah, no problem. (laughs) First one is this week. Yes, this Thursday we have MPI Education. It's uh, the first part of the three-part series that MPI is bringing to the table for 2021, and it's the Reimagining 2021 Events. This one is about venues. So we'll have different hoteliers. For example, another past NACE national president, Ed D'Antonio, is one of the speakers on this panel. Um, And it'll be a panel of hoteliers or venue people. So it could be like someone from Universal Resort, uh, for example. The following week, NACE is having their event at Celeste. And that's the brand new hotel on UCF campus. It sure is. So I'm super excited to check out this venue. This will be a nighttime event. Um, So it's like 530 to 830. You can register at naceorlando.com. Okay. Just Google Google (laughs) NACE Orlando. I'm sure they'll pop up. Go to NACE Orlando. That's on January. 26, which is my birthday, and it has speaker Barry Jacobson. The speaker is Barry Jacobson, but the topic is about the success equation, how to create a culture of hospitality excellence to infinity and beyond. See what we did there? Can I do a little side note on that? Yes, thank you. UCF will have been open for only about two weeks, and even though they're limited classes, traffic is always still a nightmare out there, so leave early to get there. Good to know. (laughs) Good to know, especially if you've been quarantining and not realizing that those roads are busy out there. Yes, they are. All right, so now we have a virtual event coming up next. This will be the following day at lunchtime is my guest. This is HSMAI. Noon. It's at noon. Thanks. Uh, They're doing a 2021 Central Florida Outlook, and this is being um, put on by Visit Orlando and the Orlando Convention Center. Those are the two main speakers. So you can register for that with HSMAI. All right. On Groundhog Day, Joe's favorite holiday. (laughs) What date is that? What is the date of that day? (laughs) February 2nd. February 2nd. February 2nd. Okay. CFWA will have their event at OWPR. Yep, and this is a members-only event, so you have to be a member of CFWA to attend this one on February 2nd. That's out in Lake Mary. Yeah. So, like, we're... Away we're from going, the iDrive Yeah, area. we're going, we're going Joe all out. Joe leaves iDrive. Everyone else leaves their Peace events. Peace out, y'all. IDrive. The next day we have PPN. They're a 2.1 version. It's going to be a lunch at the Meatball Stop. Which is also away from iDrive. Yes. 
I don't know. That's like on like Underhill and like Goldenrod or something like that, right? Yes. Sounds right. Yeah. The next one I'm very, very excited about. We spoke about this at our board retreat and we couldn't be more excited. And Joe, you will love this as well. Um, MPI is hosting a free virtual meeting uh, and it's about switching gears. And it's about hospitality professionals that have switched into other professions and other industries. And I think this is going to be an eye-opening opportunity for not only members, but anyone can attend this. And again, it is free to know that you're not alone, to know that there are options out there uh, and to get everybody focused on the moving forward. And to know on how to do it. So if you were like, or if you are like Joe was and you're scared and you're worried and you're loyal to hospitality and this is all you've known for a decade or two or four, just know that your skills that you have that make you you are transferable into other skills and you can be a great asset to the real estate industry, the finance, the technology, the healthcare. I mean, there's so many out there. And so we have panelists who have recently through the pandemic gone through the transition from our industry to others. Um, and it's an array of them who are going to tell you exactly, you know, what they felt, how they interviewed, how they changed up their resume, how they answered questions when being asked and how maybe they're faking it till they make it. And they're just, you know, going into work every day, trying to put on a face and learn. We're all in hospitality. If you can smile, you can do just about anything. You can be taught anything you need to do in any industry. If you're not hospitable, you're not friendly, you don't have a good attitude, then you wouldn't be in hospitality. You have those traits. So those can transfer to any industry at all. You can be taught any industry. Just keep your attitude and your smile and you'll do fine. So jump onto the MPI Orlando website and register for that free event again on February the 4th. The next is a comeback event. Am I reading this correctly? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Right, yeah. This tell is real. This. this is real talk right here. <laughs> Selena, tell us all about what's happening on February 10th. Okay, well. I'm going to say what you don't want me to say. So the first part is I Said Yes is doing a luncheon at the balcony. That is on February 10th. She does like chronological order. I know. She do everything by time. Yeah. Um, and then after that, that evening at 530, you can join me at Rodizio. Um, I will be doing registrations. It will be a pay as you want. So if you want to eat their dinner, you can. They have a salad option or they have a full option. Um, the bar will be available for a cash bar basis. So I'm not charging for this event, but you can come on out. We will be figuring out a topic together because it's the glittering hour. The glittering hour is back. The glittering yeah, hour is yeah. back. This Orlando is sales masterminds are meeting once again, and it's on iDrive. All right, we got to go through these others really quick. So MPI is back on February sixteenth for the part two of the reimagining series, and that one will be on food and beverage. After that, on February eighteenth. We have CFHLA. They're doing the STR report luncheon. Which that one is for CFHLA members only, but it's the most attended luncheon of the year. So all the members who go are going to take vigorous notes, including Joe, to share with us. Absolutely. And that registration does open on Thursday, January 28th. So a little bit of time between now and then. But make sure you put that on your calendar to register because it probably will sell out. All right. So who is with us next week? I will be here next week for episode 83. Oh, get excited. Six. Adrian Six next week with Top Golf. I've heard of it. Heard of it. We yes. love it. Yes. All right. So thank you so much for listening, Joe. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks you are for having awesome. Me. You're exciting. This was great. Have a great week. Bye. You did it. You are listening to Swag and Repeat. Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry.